My biggest gripe was the topic in 500 words we were given yesterday from the Carindale Writers Group. And at 4 a.m. this morning, I was woken with these words in my head. And I knew I wouldn't sleep until I wrote them down, and so I did. Resentment shone on the faces of my children like badges of honour. Resentment for the war I'd apparently caused and the vicissitudes they'd suffered as if I hadn't suffered along with them. We were daily nice and tolerant with each other, but they needed to punish someone for the death of their mother, my dear, sweet, darling wife. For the foreign crowds they had to live with, for the separation from their homeland and friends, for the shortage of food and their concave bellies, and for the persistent illness around us. Thankfully, none of us had the blood-stained cough or the cankers others grew on their faces. I put this down to my unrelenting health regime that they alternatively hated and appreciated. I refused to let them touch the abundant brackish water and instead we collected rainwater in our fraying raincoats. I also made them march further than anyone else each day to bargain for fresh produce from the farmers. They knew I loved and cared for them and that I kept them safe from the plague, but how else were a 12 and a 14-year-old to process the horrors they saw and the anguish they felt. They often thank me for getting us through the squalor and disease of these foreign crowds, but still their faces of resentment never left. I was both upset and respectful for their looks, for they constantly goaded me to vigilance for their welfare. I was determined we should all survive the stupid game of chess that men of power played, killing innocent pawns by the thousands each day. We were, I determined, pawns that would survive and tell the tale, as I am doing right now. For them to survive, I gave them half of my share of my meagre rations and walked the extra miles while they sat and rested. They saw and appreciated the sacrifices I was making for them, but still, they couldn't repress that look of resentment I detected between their smiles and hugs. Looking back with the clarity of a full stomach and a dry and clean house full of servants, I wonder if there were no looks of resentment from them but, instead, my guilt that I unconsciously plastered on their sweet and grateful faces. I'm not sure whose resentment I saw back then, mine or theirs, but at the time, I discerned none of mine. I was so consumed by the minute-by-minute task of survival that I could not access my emotions. I was an automaton, programmed to protect and keep those I sighed and loved. It has taken a hundred visits to a tolerant man's couch and thousands of repeated questions and an equal number of deathly silences, for I knew not the source of my anger and inadequacies. Then another thousand questions for when my answers finally began to arise, to which I retorted unpleasantly. But he stayed with me, this kind and humble therapist, for he had been through the same war, and my releases and disclosures were his. We carried each other through the stinking mind in our mud in our minds, and eventually found clean, open fields of peace, places we could return to when all around us the the fetid stench of post-war reprisals and revenge filled our nostrils. The war of guns and starvation was replaced by the war of savagery and lynch mobs that neither of us wished on anyone. 
If the war meted its torture on us, we determined to emerge as better humans, humans with nothing to fight for but love. He and I witnessed our children joining and leading various lynch mobs, ensuring the horrors of the past overwhelm the peace that's now possible. He and I are now living the peace and prosperity of our dreams, but it has taken a greater mental effort than the physical effort we put into keeping ourselves alive and well. The work in our minds is always the gigantuan task. While our children and their peers reject us in the serenity we live, we are unable to pour any scorn or judgment on them. We just pour love and wish that one day they'll ask for help to do the Herculean task of forgiveness. But we are old men and what do we know, huh? Perhaps all we know is that war begets war and love begets love and we get to choose.